You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The mining in Darbar 2020 is drawing to a close. So let's have a look at what's been going on over the last few days and what might come of the last few days in terms of the future of mining in South Africa and Africa. I'm speaking today to George Cheveley, Portfolio Manager in the Natural Resources Team and Investec Asset Management, becoming 91. He's normally based in London, but he's in Cape Town at the moment. Has it been useful, first of all? There's two questions here. Has it been useful, George? And number two, what has been the general theme and atmosphere? Um, definitely it has been useful. Um, some very interesting debates, a lot around ESG, environmental social governance, which is clearly a very important factor in our sector right now. Um, but really some interesting meetings, interesting discussions. Uh, the mood generally um, very positive. Clearly down here you see a lot of uh, platinum group metal producers and also gold miners and with prices at uh, very good levels in both. Uh, generally, that means the mood has been pretty positive. Clearly, the backdrop of the coronavirus took some shine off it, particularly for base metals people. But as the week has gone on and people have calmed down on that, um, even they were reasonably okay. Yes, very good. I think the main focus must have been PGMs. That's platinum group metals. We're not allowed to call these companies platinum producers anymore because of the extraordinary rise of palladium and rhodium and maybe even another few metals as well, putting platinum somewhat in the shade, if you like. But it must have been smiling faces from those PGM producers. No, they, they are extremely happy and, and, uh, and remain very bullish. I mean, almost to a worrying point, really. But, um, you know, they factually say there are, there are deficits in these markets. And the thing about palladium and rhodium is they're both byproducts of platinum mines, so they can't increase production. So they will, you know, maximize it, but um, it's not like we're going to see a massive increase in supply. Yes, that's what I've always said. You can't have a platinum mine and next to it is a palladium mine and next to it is a rhodium mine because they all come out. It's uh, inelastic production, I suppose. It just comes out. It does, yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they, I mean, in some ways, I think some of the producers, their only concern is it is getting too high. And, and there will actually be a, a physical lack of availability. I mean, people talk about cars, you know, won't be able to be manufactured because of a lack of rhodium, particularly. Were there any people that consumed the stuff at the conference? In other words, the car manufacturers and the catalytic converter producers, were they sitting there lurking and taking notes, did you notice? I didn't see any uh, car manufacturers there, but I, I might not necessarily know them. Um, there's a few of them, the middle catalytic converter producers and whatever, but clearly they, they tend to do okay in, in higher prices. A lot of them are recycling this material as well. I mean, one of the issues that has been brought up and I think must be noted is most people produce a sponge which goes direct into the consumers. The price, and particularly this in palladium, the price on the screen is for ingot or bullion or refined palladium. Yes. And actually, nor nickel, the Russians have said they're going to make more bullion available because they're worried actually that has just disappeared into ETFs and, and therefore the exchange price is getting squeezed up because of a lack of availability of bullion, which is not really the case. Um, and, and therefore, one, they just want to keep an eye on. Do the Russians have a stockpile or have they leaked it out in the last few years during tough economic times? No, the central bank still have a stockpile, but uh, even Nornickel don't know how big it is, but they are given, they are told 
they're, they're given ounces to sell on their behalf every year. So they have been selling some, and that's bullion from the central bank. Um, but they are not aware how much is left. The producers of Platinum Group Metals are bullish. You just said that. I mean, you said uh, scarily bullish. I can't remember the exact phraseology that you employed just now. But anyway, you said it's disturbingly bullish, something like that. Are you bullish still? And I always use Impala Platinum as the example. It was below 20 rand per share. It is now 150 rand per share. The target for many people has been 250. I know one of your colleagues in the Cape Town office had his own target and he stuck to it and well done and made a fortune out of it for his stakeholders and for Investec Asset Management becoming 91. But what about yourself having spent a few days with the producers? I, I, I absolutely believe there's potential for both rhodium, palladium and even platinum prices to go higher. I do think it's a very difficult market, though, to you know, because it could be very, very volatile. I mean, when you get to these price levels, it can be. In some ways, I think it does. Um, platinum, where there are still stockpiles, there is still more availability. But, you know, the longer prices for rhodium and palladium stay up, the more substitution will come in. And so I think there's a sort of quite an underpin for platinum. But, yeah, I mean, it's difficult to... I certainly wouldn't be going short palladium or rhodium at these levels. Um, you know, the, 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 there was definitely a chance they could move higher this year. I spoke to somebody the other day, actually, and they said that the consumers of, of palladium are not worried too much about $2,300, $2,500 per ounce, as quoted on any screen that you can shake a stick at, because it's just simply that they need it, and it doesn't really matter that much, so it can go much higher. These companies are printing money. Well, it is a very small cost. When you take the cost of a whole car um, and the selling price, these are these are really relatively small costs in, in the build of the thing. So even though the price is up three times, it still is you know tens of dollars in the cost of the car. It's not it's not a huge amount, um, and therefore is increasing. But yeah, it's not. Is it, they have to do it. I mean, there's no choice. Shareholders of Harmony, going on to gold now, I just want to read you something that has recently come out on the Stock Exchange news service of the JSC Securities Exchange. It says here, shareholders of Harmony advised that a reasonable degree of certainty exists that net profit for the six months ended 31st of December 2019 will be 1.3 billion rand. And that is a massive, massive increase from the previous comparable period. Does the same enthusiasm exude from the gold miners as well at the mining in Darbo? Um, yeah, they are generally pretty positive, and why not? I mean, we've got gold prices in dollar terms, um, you know, at highs we haven't seen since 13. But more importantly, most other currencies, we've got gold prices at record levels, particularly in rand, Australian dollar, Canadian dollar, even British pounds, I think, because we've got strong gold prices in a strong dollar environment, which is quite rare and obviously means if you're mining gold in South Africa or Australia, your margins are very, very healthy right now. What about bulk commodities and base metals? They've obviously taken a bit of a back seat, but terribly important. Well, we, obviously, we've seen you know quite a dramatic sell-off on that side with the worries about China and the virus. And, and not surprisingly, I mean, China is you know over 50% of demand for many of these metals, and China has stopped. I mean, literally, people talk about nothing moving in China at the moment. So we've had a complete hiatus in demand, and that has caused a lot of concern. Clearly, I mean, we saw copper sell down, I think it was 12 or 13 days in a row, which it hasn't done since records began pretty much on the LME mm. um, earlier in, in January. So, 
it's been a tough period, but I must say, as people sort of ease on their concerns about the virus, which we sense we're getting, um, you know, these things will still be needed. People will need to <laughs> use the copper, etc. And we expect to see, you know, things, and we are seeing things bouncing back a bit this week. And I think that could continue. I mean, my view on iron ore is probably pretty sort of um, lackluster and probably still, you know, expect prices to have come down and maybe we'll stay where they are. For copper, I think we've got a much more positive outlook, certainly in the short term, because stocks are low. Um, if this demand bounces back, um, we could see some tightness. And there's still the prospect of, you know, there could be further disruption in Chile. We saw some, you know, before the end of the year. Um, they've been on holiday, just as in South Africa. They have summer holidays. The students go home. Yes. There is a possibility when they get back to university that things will flare up again so there is always a prospect of further disruption in south america finally and this is a, a subject that comes up at every cape town mining in darba and that's the policy towards mining and the regulations and the restrictions and the barriers put in front of miners in south africa now has there been any positive news there when it comes to easing of doing business in the republic I think there's still a problem, and what you do hear is still a lot of frustrations from producers around the power situation, and that remains a critical problem here, um, and really a huge amount of frustration we've seen, obviously, back in load shedding in the last few months. It's causing a lot of problems for producers, uh, and they see, you know, business generally, um, you know, uh, want to see something sorted out and want to see more action. And I think there's a sense the government knows it and wants to do something. Um, but it's just a very difficult problem to solve. When you get back on the aeroplane in the next couple of days and you sit down at your desk in London and you write your report to your stakeholders and maybe shareholders and investors, what will be the tone of that report? I think generally positive. I mean, I think we see, and, and not only do we have good prices in precious metals and reasonable prices in base and bulks, I really do see companies, you know, generally in much better states, both from balance sheet management-wise than we've seen for several years. Clearly, you know, since the peaks in 11-12, it's been a very tough period for resources and remains so in many areas. But really see, you know, companies who've come through it and are now sort of making reasonable cash returns, in some cases not amazing, but they're now more settled and actually, I think, better run than we've seen in many years. So, I, you know, people say, what do you think of commodity prices? I say, I think they're okay, but I think the equities still look very interesting. Very good, yes. Hopefully they don't make the mistake that they do in past cycles where they go out and buy expensive stuff that they don't need to buy and they'll actually have learnt their lesson. And from what you've just said, in your considered way, I think that might be the case. George, thank you very much for your time. That's George Cheveley, Portfolio Manager in the Natural Resources Team and Investec Asset Management, Becoming 91, based in London. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.